Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the People Pleasers Anonymous podcast. It's the podcast for all the good girls, okay? A, the people pleasers, who are tired of living under the weight of expectation and are ready to rise up and break the chains of oppression. Reclaim the divine right to not just exist, but to thrive in a world where a woman's place is wherever the fuck she wants it to be. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Blackham, a femme empowerment coach and recovering people pleaser who is passionate about helping sensitive and ambitious women to recover from people pleasing so they can unleash their highest potential and start living their true purpose. Now, if you want more tips, tools and ideas on how you too can unleash yourself from the shackles of people pleasing, make sure you're following me over on my socials at Lisa Blackham Coaching. That's L-E-S-A-B-L-A-C-K-H-A-M Coaching. And that you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook. Okie dokie friends, let's dive into today's episode. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday people pleasers anonymous podcast, happy birthday to you. That's right, it's the birthday month for the people pleasers anonymous podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm getting myself all tongue tied. Um, PPA turns one this month and I could not be more prouder and Given that it's been a full 12 months of churning out, no, not churning out, creating incredible content for a podcast, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on the year that has been and the fact that we have a podcast or I have a podcast is pretty incredible in and of itself. But this year has actually been quite an epic year. And it's been a year of many firsts. I actually feel like a bit like I did when I first started my teaching career when everything was so new and so incredibly challenging. Um, The ups and downs of this year have been quite massive, high peaks, serious lows and everything else in between. But there've been lots and lots of firsts. It's the first time um, I've, I've had to figure out how to record and upload a podcast, you know, just to create that whole whole uh, platform. It's the first year of the Good Girl Rebellion. It's been the first year of being a podcaster, the first year of feeling like I actually know what I'm doing as an entrepreneur. It's the first year of actually making a financial loss in my business. The first year of the Femme Empowered Program for Teen Girls. It's the first time my business has been nominated for an Esperance Chamber of Commerce and Industry Award. First time, oh, I ran my very own first. It's the first time I run my very own in-person mini retreat. And I published my first book, plus so much more. But what I want to do first, though, is actually thank you, you, my beautiful listener, for tuning in and being a part of this community. It is you who inspires me to do the work that I do. And I have loved bringing each and every episode to life for you. So I hope you're getting as much out of it as I am in creating it. Now, I'd love to know what you think of the People Pleases Anonymous podcast. You can let me know that by leaving a review. 
And you can also help me to reach more listeners by jumping in and rating the show and or sharing the podcast with anyone that you think might benefit. Because this time of the year is especially hard for people pleasers. So feel free to share the love. Um, I would be absolutely honoured if you would do this. Now, as this year comes to an end, I often find myself reflecting back on what I've achieved. And given it's been 12 months of the People Pleasers Anonymous, it seems perfect time for us to reflect or for me personally, to reflect and review my year that has been. And I've been doing a bit of that lately, even before I thought about creating this reflective podcast and celebrating our first year, I was, I've been doing just that, reflecting. But what I found myself, I found, actually found myself in um, quite down in the dumps actually, because I realized that my business had only created just over $10,000 for the whole year. Now, this is my only source of income now because I resigned from my teaching position a couple of years ago, and it's the lowest income that I've experienced since I began this journey. And I actually felt really disappointed. I felt shattered because I had done, I felt, I felt like I've done so much work for very little financial gain. But instead of beating myself up for being a failure, which is something I would have done in the past, I sat myself down and I started to write a list of what else I had achieved other than income. Because income is only one measure of success, right? And it's not necessarily the be all and end all of my success or even achievement or anything like that. So rather than focus on the income, I thought I would focus on some of the other things that I brought into brought to life this year. So what I tend to do at the beginning of the year is choose a word, a word that will reflect my intention for, tw- for the year ahead. And I've been doing this for a few years now, particularly since starting my coaching business, actually. And I use it as a way to kind of stay focused and sometimes for inspiration as the year progresses. So this year, my word has been impact. And up until recently, um, I have been focusing on creating an impact uh, for my, or my business creating an impact. But in the last couple of months, I realized that um, I've actually let my focus slip. Hence why I have been a little bit hard on myself because I haven't made the money that I wanted to make this year. So one of the goals was for me to create a decent amount of income in my business. I actually wanted to be able to replace what I was earning as a teacher, um, just really so that I'm doing something that I love and getting paid for it, right? So there was, there's been some quite negative and really limiting thinking and I've been focused on the ways that I've been failing basically. You know, um, I only worked with eight clients this year and I saw that as a limitation or something negative because in the past few years I've worked with up to 30 individual women in one year. So I thought I'd failed to make an impact in that aspect. Um, I only presented one in-person workshop this year and I thought that I was failing in that respect too because in the past I've been 
presenting up to six workshops throughout any given year. Therefore, I thought I'd failed again to make an impact. And this whole income, not earning enough income to cover the cost of running my business, I've actually had to borrow money from our personal account. Well, in fact, the account that's funded by my husband, let's be real, for the first time in five years. Um, Because for me, clients equal income, right? So I felt like a failure. But during this reflective process, and because I'm now much more in tune with the thoughts that I think and how it makes me feel, I thought, well, I don't like this type of thinking, this limiting negative thinking. It's not making me feel very good. What else can I do? How can I look at the past 12 months differently so that I can feel different about what I have done? So I started to look back. Um, like really, really closely and quite deeply looking back at all of the things that I've been doing this year. I got out all my journals, I got out my um, scheduler, my calendar, and I had a look at what I have actually done this year. And that's when I began to realize that in fact, what I've been doing has been very intentionally focused on making an impact. Ta-da! I'm so glad that I discovered that because now I can look at my year with a completely different perspective. So no longer focusing on uh, just the income and that um, that's not successful for me. Here are some of the wins that I discovered when I looked back on my year. I created a new free offering and this freebie is helping women who want to learn how to say no. So hello, Global Impact, because you can access this um, free guide from anywhere in the world. It's available on my website. Go check it out. I've been a guest on three separate podcasts, which means I'm being exposed to new communities and new audiences. Therefore, my wings are spreading even further. More impact, right? I actually ran three online workshops and one in-person workshop. So while I didn't run six workshops, I only ran four, that's still a pretty good um, outcome, right? And being online means that those workshops are actually accessible to a wider community, equaling a greater impact, right? Um, I was invited to host a business after hours event for the Esperance Chamber of Commerce, which meant that there were some new eyeballs on my business. I got to mix with local businesses. They got to hear about what I'm doing and I was able to share um, some of the things that I'm doing, particularly in terms of here in Esperance, you know, with my Fem Empower program and um, things like that. So more eyeballs on my business, more impact. And that Fem Empowered program Being in its first year has been pretty impressive. Um, For the four terms, each term is a new term and the girls re-enroll or I get new enrolments. So for three of the four terms this year, the program has been fully booked. So I've been able to put through the program 50 young women, 50, 50 young women who have um, experienced the Femme Empowered uh, program and the ripple effect that that program is having is creating a massive impact. Their growth, so the individual personal growth of each of the girls is actually impacting their relationships at home in a positive way 
at school and in the wider community. So that's winning, right? Um, because of this Fem Empower program and the fact that more community members are getting to know about it, I actually received some donations from local businesses and individuals that allowed seven young women the opportunity to participate in the program. Um, for free. So that sponsorship paid for their place in the program, which is amazing. Firstly, in that the girls who couldn't normally access the program were able to. And secondly, those businesses are sharing the fact that they're making donations to a small business, which of course tells more people about what I'm doing. And so more people hear about it because the net is being thrown a little bit more wider. Win-win for us both, myself and the Fem Empower program and Lisa Blackham Coaching, as well as the business, because they are being seen to be doing some good in the world, right? Now, the work that I've been doing with the teenage girls actually led to a nomination in the in, um, the Esperance Chamber of Commerce Awards. I was recognised and acknowledged by our local community for innovation and excellence, which was amazing. And again, not only does that feel good, but it let me let more people know about the work that I'm doing, therefore reaching a wider audience. Now, because, you know, when you're reaching wider audiences, there's always someone who knows someone who needs my help. And if they know about what I'm doing, then they can point them in my direction, which is amazing. Um, I ran a five-day challenge earlier on this year. It was online through my Facebook group and email, but what I've actually done is turn it into my very first online course. This means that it's accessible all the time. So anyone from anywhere in the world who has access to my website can find this course and purchase it and transform their life, which I'm just so incredibly proud of. I've been working towards creating an online course uh, for two years now. It's finally done. I've done it. Tick. I can tick that one off. But not only that, it means anyone in the world who needs that support can get a hold of it, which to me equals global impact, right? So I'm so, so excited. And um, this is due for release on December 9. So whenever you're hearing this, it might actually be after the release date. So I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so you can go and have a look at it and see if it's something that would be helpful for you. Another thing that I achieved with a little gentle push from a fellow yogi teacher was to publish my very own journal. My first book is now available on amazon.com.au and without that little nudge from my yoga teacher I, it was an idea in May and I'd kind of started it and put a few things together but just let it sit there in my Canva account and nothing really happened and recently my yoga friend reached out to me she has a studio and she said uh, can I get some copies of your journal and I went oh my goodness I haven't finished it yet it's not published and so that was the little gentle nudge that I needed to get my journal published and now I'm very proud to say that I'm a published author and that journal has um, a range of incredible prompts that take you on a beautiful journey from where you have been to who you are now and where you want to be or who you want to be in your future. So um, 
you get to dive deep into, you know, limiting beliefs that are holding you back and how you can overcome them and what actions that you can take. So that there, the fact that it is a hard copy journal that's available for through amazon.com.au means that Amazon has a massive distribution net, right? Which means I can have even more a massive impact. So winning again. I ran my first mini retreat, a little combo yoga mindset and meditation retreat. It's the first time I've actually run a retreat. I've been a participant in retreats. I've helped other people run their retreats. I've been a guest um, coach and a workshop facilitator for, for retreats, but never ran my own. So this is the start of something brand new, which I'm bringing to life, particularly for uh, local people either here in Esperance or in Perth. We're going to be doing more of those because it's a beautiful way to reset have a beautiful little reset in a fraction of the time so three and a half hour retreat where you get to hang out with like-minded people refill your soul and your empty cup and come away with some really tangible tools and techniques that you can implement into everyday life and just feel genuinely good about yourself i also recreated my website i was originally my first website was creating calm esperance and i have just recently set myself the challenge you know who doesn't need a challenge to create my own website now i i did have a little bit of a head start i had someone get lisablackham.com um set up but once it was there I then recreated everything. So I now have a beautiful website, lisablackham.com.au, that is a true reflection of the work that I'm now doing. And it's also accessible worldwide. If you have internet and you can Google search, then you can find lisablackham.com.au. That's where I, that's my, you know, uh, business card, if you like. That's got all the information about what I do. So being that it's accessible worldwide, again, this is a place for massive impact. And I'm very proud of myself for doing that. My son created my first website, Creating Calm, but I've done this one and man, that was a learning curve. But thanks to Google and um, little, you know, Google searches and questions, she helped me to create this beautiful little website. So I'm so proud of that. And now that can also have more of an impact and allow more people to find the work that I do. Plus, there were a host of personal gains which have contributed to my inner growth and confidence to be the leader of this community of women who are also seeking to improve the way they show up in their lives. So on reflection, while my business is currently running at a financial loss, it's actually making huge gains and having a massive global impact or a massive impact, not only in my local community, but on a global scale. So rather than feeling disappointed and dejected and down on myself, I actually feel really, really proud. Because this year, what I've done is laid a really solid foundation for this movement that I lovingly call the Good Girl Rebellion, so that we can continue moving forward and into the future. 
Now, if you feel like I've been feeling and you've felt a bit like a failure and you failed to reach the goals or you feel like you're failing to reach the goals that you set at the beginning of the year or you're somehow behind on what you'd hoped you would have achieved or that you aren't seemingly getting anywhere or getting any closer to your goals, what I'd love you to do and what I challenge you to do is to look back on this year with an open mind and an open heart and have a really honest look at just how far you have come. Because I am 100% positive that you will be pleasantly surprised. Even a little bit awestruck like I was <laughs> at just how much you have achieved. And while you might not have ticked all of the boxes... I bet you've ticked a lot of other boxes that you hadn't even planned for, which have just added a really nice new set of skills and capabilities to your toolbox. So congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back for how far you have come, you incredible woman. Give yourself some credit and give yourself some love. Because you deserve to be congratulated for the work that you've done. And I want you to keep going because you were born to be all that you can be. And if you'd like my support on your journey, jump on over to my brand new website and check out all the ways that I can support you. So while this year has been super challenging and I feel like I've been riding the waves of massive emotions, honestly, there's been some serious, exciting, wonderful highs and then there's been some ground-breaking, crashing uh, lows, I can honestly say now on reflection that this year has indeed been the year that I needed to have. I have learned so much about myself my business, my clients, my partner, and the world in which we live. And these learnings are the fuel of what is to come in 2023. Now, I'm not yet sure what my word for 2023 will be, but whatever it is, I'm positive it will be my guiding light. And I hope that from you know, my deep reflections of the year that I've had will inspire you to look back at your year and just see, just, just see how far you've actually come and feel the pride in what you have achieved. Rather than looking at what you haven't achieved, look at what you have because, my friend, it's been a friggin' whole lot more than you could even imagine, I am sure. And on that note, I want to send you lots and lots of love, a big virtual hug. And I think this is just about Christmas time. So a big, warm wish for a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And I look forward to seeing you for another year of incredible um, insight and inspiration for 2023. Take care. Love you lots. See you soon. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the People Pleasers Anonymous podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show and have been able to take away at least one tangible tip that you can apply to your life right away. But as always, I am curious. I would love to hear your thoughts on what resonated for you today. And if you have any questions or suggestions about today's topic, 
head over to my socials and leave me a comment. I'll leave my contact details in the show notes for you. Now, if you are really serious about recovering from people pleasing, please drop me a line. I offer a free half hour clarity call to help us decide if we make a good fit to work together and I'd be glad to set one up for you. Now, don't forget, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating and review it on your favourite podcast app. Tag me at Lisa Blackham Coaching in your Instagram stories and share away, share this episode with anyone and everyone in your community who you think would benefit. Thanks for listening today and stay tuned for the next episode of the People Pleases Anonymous podcast with yours truly, Lisa Blackham.